We'll do a review of the first Sicha for the Parsha Shmini in Lakuta Sicha's Chelik Yud Zayin, Volume 17. This is a very deep analytical uh, Sicha, a lot of Hasidic, very deep and long, uh, a lot of insight, basically explaining the idea of Shmini, how Shmini, the eighth, the number eighth, just the number eighth, represents the level of the infinite above nature and how it is still tied to nature while it is the number seven represents the seven days of creation which is nature eight is beyond nature but yet eight follows seven so that it is bringing down the level of above nature into nature and not in a way that the above nature dismantles the nature but rather that the nature itself turns into the uh, level of being able to uh, connect to the above nature which is also connected to the times of Mashiach, in which we say that there will be, uh, the harp will have eight strands versus seven strands, and the Rebbe explains all this in a uh, very, very deep and beautiful way, uh, at length. And also, this connects, of course, with the Parsha, because the name of the Parsha is Shmini, and this will be associated with the existence of the various different animals, the kosher and non-kosher animals, uh, that we study about in the end of the Parsha, which is really also a part of Shemini. The Rebbe will explain how that section, while it's the Shvi, the last portion in Shemini, is also part of Shemini. And in a sense, it has connection to the Shemini uh, even more than what took place in the previous Parsha, in Parsha's Sav, at the end, which... Yom Shmini means the eighth of the seven days. The seven days of Miluim are discussed in Parshas Sav. And yet the number Shmini has specifically associated with every part of this Parsha, as the Rebbe goes through at length in the beginning. But let's look inside. We'll start inside. So first, uh, the Rebbe is going to give us the idea that the name of the Parsha, Shmini, is actually connected to every single part of the Parsha. And while Shmini may be the first Parsha Shmini, which is the first words of the Parsha, and that may be connected and it's next to its smuchim to the portion of Tzav, but yet Tzav is not Shemini, that's an introduction to Shemini, but Shemini is everything in the Parsha Shemini. Let's look inside. Shengeret Filmo, you've already spoken many times, about the, the, the dividing up of the Sedris, which is the Nun Gimel, the Gan, Zdorim the 53 portions of the Torah, even though that within each Sedra, there are many portions. But yet the parsha is an inyan bifnei atzmei, and each portion is an independent matter. It has its own idea. Nevertheless, 
from them gufa, from the fact itself, was in All of these portions are in the same sedra. Is a so this is evident as has been say is that a common point is what ties them together. That's why they're all in this parsha, in the parsha shemini. In our case, and since the contents of every item is expressed and is pointed to in the name that you call that points to the uh, idea of what it is is move on so therefore it's understood as the that the central point which basically expresses itself that exists in all Aspects of this sedra is merumas in the nomen from the sedra that is hinted in the name of the sedra. And the name of the sedra is what is the contents of every portion of the sedra. Because the names of the sedras are named based on the Torah, so therefore they would express the, the details of the entire sedra, every part of it. Every part of it. So now the Rebbe says that if you talk about the very specific idea of each portion, so we have the central theme, the Nakuda Meshutefes, the uh, common theme, is the Shemini encompasses the entire Parsha. If you want to speak about the specific contents of one portion within the portion of Shemini, for example, yeah, you can find that it has a closer relationship to a portion which is next to it, even though it's in another parsha. However, the central idea applies more to all of the portions within the same parsha than the, which is in this case Shemini, which is more than uh, the Parsha, which is specifically closer to it, it's up to the last Parsha of, of Miluim, and this is Shemini Miluim, so it's close to this seven days of inauguration that preceded the eighth day, but yet the Shemini idea is in the Parsha. I mean, the Rebbe is pushing for this just to bring out how Shemini associates also with the last a portion of Shmini in which the Torah tells about the kosher and non-kosher animals, but also uh, to tell us that the seven days of inauguration are an introduction. Shmini is a standalone for this portion. Even though when we talk about this specific contents from yet there was under portion from each individual portion. Is the chilik tzivishin der eshter unletzter parsha from ein sedra. So the difference, the distance between the first and the last portion from the same sedra, it's a great distance. It's even greater, greater vidar chilik. That's greater than the difference between the erste parsha from the sedra, between the first portion of the sedra and the last parsha from the sedra shalafonel, and the last portion of the previous sedra. 
basically the specifics of the parsha. In this case, the Yom Hashmini is closer in contents to the last parsha of the Tzav, the, the Shiva Simei Hamiluim, more than the Vayim of Yom Hashmini. The first parsha is connected to the Zoysachaya, which is the seventh parsha. Why? Because we bow the parsha Zayin and Bismichas because the portions, the end of the portion of Tzav with the beginning of Shemini are close to each other. And when things are close, that is a study according to the Torah. In other words, that this is a basis for the study of Torah when things come next to each other that, that has the meaning, that has meaning and it's significant. So that means that specifically being close to one another, the end of Tzav and the beginning of Shemir is significant. But on the other hand, when you talk about the first parsha, under Letzter in Ein Sadre, the first and last portion in the same Sadre. So in the portion Shemini, between Rishon of Shemini and Shvi of Shemini, uh, they're not next to each other. There's many portions that interrupt, so they're not next to each other. Rishon and Shvi of Parsha Shmini are further. It's not only Shmini. I'm saying Shmini just so to give clarification. We're talking about this Parsha at the end of the day. The Rebbe is going to turn it around to our Parsha. So I'm saying it already, just not to uh, not to, uh, to to know to 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 make it clear. So between the Rishon and Shvi, there are several Parshas in between. Is However, when we talk about the common theme, Faran Davke by this is specifically by this portion. Afilu needs even if they're not they're not close. Vozainen in the Zalber Sedra that are in the same Sedra, there is this general content connection between them. So basically, the Rebbe wants to say that the word Shmini will apply to what's in the Parsha. Rishoyno of the Sedrat, same equal to the Parsha Shvi of the Sedra, more even though that Shmini does not apply to Tzav, that's the end of Tzav. All this in Ais Aleph, the Rebbe gave a general uh, idea which applies to every Sedra, and that the name of the Sedra is the common theme of everything in the Parsha and how everything in the same Parsha are connected to that general theme, although on a specific idea of the Parsha, they connect more to a even a previous Parsha because they're next to each other. And now the Rebbe is going to relate this to our Parsha, base. For them is moving. From this we also understand as it connects to our Sedra. As trots them. Now despite this, was mitzad echot. From one perspective, from one side, so the beginning of our sedra of Ahiba Yemashmini. Asachmer Shaikhasum Siyum Hasedra Shulfonoi has a lot more connections to the end of the sedra that preceded Vitsudar Pasha Zaisachaya Goimer than to the section of Zaisachai, which is Shvi, but is Baim Siyum from Sedras Sedra Shmini, which is at the end of Shmini. And this idea that the connection will move in the Pashtas, this is also very simply understood 
that the connection to the previous Seder is, is on the specific content is closer. As Vahiba Yemashmini, when you say it was the eighth day, Kumbahem Shachudim Inyan, Fushivas Yemehamiluim, that the eighth day comes as a follow up to the idea of the seven days of inauguration, Shabbisim, for the Friedrich Seder, which is in the end of the previous portion. But when you try to compare it with this is the animal that you can eat and not eat that doesn't have any connection. Since each sedra has its own specific point, was in ir, which in that point is the with that point, it is distinguished, different than all other sedras. It's therefore it's understood at the parshiyot by he by yom hashmini. that the portion of they both have one specific content. in which does not exist in the parsha of Kachas Arin, which is the end of the parsha of Tzav. So the Shmini doesn't exist in there. This content of the common denominator is expressed, this idea, in the name of the Sedra of Shmini. Now the Rebbe is, Nois Gimel is going to explain that that the uh, contents of the parish is just Shmini. It's not even Bayoima Shmini, it's not Shmini Lameluim, so that is Shmini. The word Shmini, or the idea of eight, is what binds together the whole portion, as opposed to uh, the previous parish is not part of eight, it's the seven that prepares to eight. Gimel. Fundem was inem nomen funder sedra. From the fact that in the name of this portion, the sedra, isn't it It's not specified, not pointed at dos retzich wegen shmini limiluim. Doesn't say shmini. Doesn't say that it's the eighth day. The name in the name doesn't talk about that it's the seventh, the eighth day of inauguration. When I feel neat, and we're not even saying that we're talking about a day over here. Asir retzich wegen an achten tog bchalal that we're talking about an eighth day. Just shmini, the eighth. Vorum disedra hastnit yom shmini. The Sedra is not called the eighth day, nor Shmini Stam is just eighth. Is move on, so it's understood as though is Negeya the Klolus the Kerinian for Shmini, that here what's important is the general concept of eighth. An achter, an eighth. We need the protis the Kerinian and not the specific of what that eight was, which is for Miluim or the Yomim, that it was the eighth day of inauguration, eight day or eight days. In Velchon, that is Rachter, this is the eighth of the days. We're talking about just number, the idea of of eighth. And based on what we explained earlier in Siv Beis, in the Mchiluk Tzvishin, the Mshaiches Tzusim Hasedre Sholfoneo, that the difference between how it connects to the Sedra that proceeds, under shaykes to an under parsha in the sedra gufa, and the connection to another portion in the same sedra. So that we're saying over there that it is a lot more connected shmini to the to the 
part that is even Shvi, even at the end of the Shmini, to the idea of Shmini, more than the Tzav. So it turns out, as Parshas Kaches Arin, from the Friedike Sedre, that the portion of Kaches Arin, which starts talking about the preparation for the eighth day, the seventh day of inauguration, the Friedike so as far as the common theme of the portion Shmini, that section that's only an introduction to the eighth of a nita ziza for shmini, but it's not part of shmini. It's the different. It comes before. Bedugma midosis just as it is in the very simple meaning as the shiva simayam that the seven days of inauguration zayin hakdoma to yema shmini. Those are an introduction to the eighth day. The portion of the end of the parsha. Is a tale for Shmini Gufa is a part of Shmini itself. So basically, this is a long introduction just to point out to us that we need to find the idea of Shmini in the end of the parsha, in the Zoisachaya, that concept, and that is more in the common idea of Shemini, even more than the Kachasarin, which is led up to the Shemini, which is, comes in the Parshas Tzav. It basically telling us that what is it about Shemini that connects to the Zay And now, the Rebbe is going to go away, we'll leave this, we're only going to get back to this at the end of the Sicha. The Rebbe, once the Rebbe explains at length what Shemini is, the Rebbe will also bring in this idea of the kosher and non-kosher animals that the Torah talks about at the end of the Parsha, how that is associated, how this connects to the Shmini. But first, the Rebbe is going to go into a great length to explain what the idea of Shmini is. And in Ois Dala, the Rebbe is going to explain now how the number seven represents uh, nature, and the eighth is the above nature, but the fact that eighth says that it comes after seven, so that means that that expresses the above nature within nature. Let's look inside in Ois Dalit. So we'll understand it by introducing that in the content of the number eight, we find two extremes. On one hand, the number eight points of an Indian was his from design That it is distinguished relative to the seven that preceded it. Eight shows that it is a distinction, it's different on a level, higher level than the eight, the seven that preceded it. As explained by the Kliyokar, as all matters of creation are all in the number of seven. And the name eight, the number eight, is distinguished or is special for Hashem, represents Hashem. What does it mean? So the Peter's the Furnish Kimavur Bakama Makoimis. 
the meaning of this, as explained in many places, as the misper shiva is nit blois koilel dinyonim vos in der bria gufa. When we say the number seven, that does not just include those matters that are actually in the creation itself, but rather representing the light, nor in them vert nichlo, but when we talk about matters of creation, we talk about the oir, the light of Hashem, the oir leki, also the godly light, vosizich in der bria, that is the godly light which dresses up in creation. On the other hand, the eighth is Meramis, that hints and points of their oirvas is hecher funi slapshis in world. That is higher than dressing up in the world. That's beginas oir That's the light which is above ishtalshulus. So seven represents the light of ishtalshulus, and eight represents the light which is higher than ishtalshulus. So on one hand, eight is distinguished, but on the other hand, on the other side, so the translation of this word itself, which means after the eighth, it's not totally, it's not an independent matter by itself, nor but this is an item that has a connection and comes as a follow-up to the union from Shiva to the ideas of seven. Und das ist der Öftu in dem Inyan von Shmini. And this is the novelty, this is the specialty of the number seven, of number eight. In dem drückt sich euch die Schleimus in Gilelikus. That expresses the wholesomeness in the revelation of godliness. Why? Because der Tachlis HaKavone is, what is the ultimate intention of Hashem as that also this light which is beyond the that should extend openly into the world so this ultimate goal of having the higher than reveal itself in, in the world in is hinted in the name in the number Shmini in Shmini as Oich does was his Mufdulon Hecher von der Bria that even that which is separate and beyond higher than creation, which is from Bechina Shiva that would be represented by the number seven Kenal Bekliyokar as mentioned earlier Kliyokar Zolzainin and Oifunch von Shmini that should be in a way of eight was his Shaykh. That becomes eight, the higher becomes to late, which is related and connected to the matters of creation. It's eight after seven. And yet it's the belief wool as it relates into the world. And the Rebbe is going to associate not this concept, ultimate goal, which is going to be when Mashiach is going to come, is represented by the fact that the strands on the harp that it says in the future will be of eight strands because that number eight will be in that time when uh, Raul Kolbasar, the flesh will see godliness and the Rebbe says it's not that the flesh is going to be overwhelmed by the over, by the by the infinite, but rather it's going to uh, penetrate in a way that the world itself is going to be able to see that. As the Rebbe will explain around the Sicha, how is this possible that a world that was created to be nature 
for it to actually itself change around, as we'll see. So let's look inside. Hey, this is also the explanation that the harp of the days of Mashiach will consist of eight strands. The novelty that is going to be accomplished is going to, to happen when Mashiach comes, the days of Mashiach, is Vinigla Kvoid that the glory of Hashem will be revealed so that all flesh will see. Despite this, that the glory of Hashem is infinitely, uncomparably higher. From creation, better than Zain Begilui. So then it's going to be open in an oifun for in such a way that all flesh will see. In Ariya Mukhoshi Subosar Agashmi in a vividly being seen from the physical flesh, the Kobosar will see it. Bees as their gilui bikinas kwaidavaya to the extent that the revelation of the glory of Hashem, that's not going to be in the way of a novelty that this is a novel thing that the flesh sees. This is going to be an obvious, simply in the, in the physical world. The physical world will be able to see and realize the glory of Hashem with their eyes of flesh. And the Rebbe explains now, what it means is it's not that you're going to have a revelation from above which is going to disturb and not going to, going to come from outside of the world and therefore you're going to be able to see but it's actually going to change the world that the world itself is going to see. Let's haste. Let's see inside that. Those was their boss on Agashmi. This, that your physical flesh will see the glory of Hashem. This is going to be because the characteristics of nature from at that time when Mashiach comes, his physical existence will provide for that ability to see the glory of Hashem. That is the true manner in which we say that it is in a way of obvious. It's obvious to the body. It's only when the nature of the body itself accepts that higher level, and we, it's from the Bosor, Gashm itself, is when we can say that it's obvious to it. Because if it comes from the outside, it's not Pshitas. Bishas, their Bosor, Zet, When the flesh is able to see the glory of Hashem, nor mitzad them, Bos, is believable, if it's only because the glory of Hashem is infinite, Undefar, because of the infinite nature of the glory of Hashem, it can come down also to the physical. There's no limitation. And that's why, if that would be the case, and that's why it can be seen, also below, below, to the extent that it can also be seen by the physical flesh, 
But does nemtzich abenit mitzad tichunas shalabos or gufa? That does not, however, come because of the characteristic of the flesh itself. Demult is der gili alakus in felt. So then, that revelation in world, afilven das kumti dreim uchoshis. Even when it comes in a vivid seeing, in an oifun vechidush, then it's something which is a novelty. Sees an oiftu. So it's not pshitus. That's a novelty for the body. It's an oifun vechidush. Sees an oiftu un haisofa. It's an uh, something new and an addition in oil and world. Because this that the flesh can see the glory of Hashem is as That's not because of its nature. It's because the light, the covenant is bligvul, but the person's nature doesn't accommodate for that. So therefore, it's not called pshitas. It's not real pshitas for the for the body, for the bosor, that emesef the real interpretation that it comes in a way of obvious is as those was their bosor vetzed. Is this that the flesh will see kveidabai the glory of Hashem, but the zayim itzad ditchunis and teva from the bosor gufa that that is going to be from the size of the characteristic and nature of the flesh itself. In themselves, it's going to be on the same way, on the same level, just like you see physical matter. But that comes because of the nature and the characteristics of the eyes of the flesh itself. The eyes see it, the eyes of flesh see it. This is the connection. From the days of Mashiach with the number eight. That this that we're saying that the glory of Hashem will be revealed so that all flesh will see. Which is going to be accomplished in the days of Mashiach. That expresses these two extremes that are in the level of Shemayna. The kavod havaya on one hand, the glory of Hashem is hecher umuvdul be'erech, that it is higher and it's relatively distinguished from the bria v'asis b'misper zayin, that is from the creation which is seven, so eight is distinguished higher and separate. Un afal pikein and yet v'ter nizgalaver ninvelt, it is going to be revealed in the world in azayifun. In such a manner as dozendem gilui, that to be able to see that revelation, bedzain mitzad teva ilum gufo, this is going to be the nature itself is going to be the achter bedzain tzamedizim. The eighth is going to be together with the seventh. So basically, this is the true pshitas. This is the true eight that the infinite becomes seen. The eighth by the finite, which means that the world accepts the nigla kvedavaya and from its perspective it becomes vipshitas and that's why it's the eighth to the seventh notwithstanding that eight is distinguished and higher than seven. Now in Oizvav the Rebbe is going to explain but how could this, how could we say this? Since the world of creation was created in a way 
that it does obscure, it does block. So that means that the nature itself is not a vehicle, is not an expression of the infinite. So how can we say that nature itself will be able to connect to beyond nature? Both. Mandarf ober versteh. Those was developed is it's in The fact that now, before Mashiach, the world is in a way was in irzetzichnit kenalakus that godliness is not visible in the world. We don't even see the level in godliness which is associated, which is within compared to the Bria. So how much more so we don't see the air habligvo? Is as doch nitki tsugigebene zach in der evder metzies from welt. This is not something that is added to the world that the world doesn't get it and therefore the world doesn't see godliness. That's not an added. Nor the farvas the welt is bashafen givorn. But rather, why does the world not see that? Why doesn't it see the godly light? Is because the world was created given in an oifin, as oifin, it was created in such a way that it shouldn't feel, that it should not sense that light, godly light. So since that this blockage of obscurity and hidden of, 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 of the godliness, that is because of its essence, of its existence, that's actually for that reason. The world is called with the name, it's called Oilom. Oilom comes, was the nomen for Yedazach, bring the Ruiz and And we know the name of everything brings down its main content. So why is it called Oilom? Because it's for Loshen Helen, that comes from Loshen of Obscure. That means the world obscure doesn't allow for the visibility of the godliness. And therefore, this is an inherent something which the world is created like that. So, Tavi Shaykh, so how could it possibly say as the that all flesh in the future to come will see? So Gufa that that is gonna come from the flesh itself, as the Rebbe pointed out before, not because there is a tremendous level of a revelation that is believable can come down here, but it's the world will be able to, the Basar will see it. Since this is opposite of the definitions and the characteristic of the flesh and the world, the world is not a keli to that. It's not meant to be that. How could the world itself be different? The Rebbe explains that, that this is what is accomplished to the mitzvahs the Torah mitzvahs that we do during the time of Golus, they have the power, as the Rebbe will continue to explain, how that changes around the nature of the Helem of the world itself. Zayn. Zog der Alta Rebbe, so the Alta Rebbe says, as der gilui oire sobaruch ba'ilam hazagashmi, that the revelation of the blessed light of the Ein Sof in this physical world which will take place in the days of Mashiach and the resurrection of the dead, is that hinges on our activities and our service during the time of this 
Golos of the exile. Why is it emphasized over here during the Golos? The Rebbe should say, the mitzvahs will do it, not mitzvahs of the Golos. The Rebbe wants to bring out that it's the mitzvahs we do in Golos that change it around. So what is the deal called Mamash Chagolus Davke? Those was durch Masenu Vavis de Senu. This that our activity, our work, Tutman Oiv them, that we accomplish Gilu Eden Sov Baruch Hubeilum Hazagash with the revelation of the infinite light, blessed be he in this physical world. Is doch dos mitzad der maila for mitzvahs. That is because of the greatness. What is possessed in the mitzvahs. As he says over there, that when you do the mitzvah, a person draws down a revelation of the blessed light of the Ein from above to below, to dress up physically in this world. So that's the general theme, the general idea that avoidus, service of Hashem and mitzvahs, that we do bring down the Aesop in the world, in the physical world. But how is that connected that we do it while in Golos? Is mitvos is as forbundan davke mitzvah Why is it connected specifically with during the duration, the time that we endure in Golos? So, one of the possible explanations in this is that in order for the revelation of the days of Mashiach and the resurrection of the dead, that it should be felt from the prospect, from the side of the nature of the world itself, Gufa, itself, Kenal Sifhei, as said earlier in Sifhei. Is as dafke? Is it specifically when the amshoches al kushal yidei mitzvus? When this godliness that we bring down through mitzvus, was the amshoches kumt legilu lasi lavin? That amshoches comes revealed in the future to come. What we're doing now to the mitzvus, but it specifically is nitviat sugi gaben azach that it should not be as an added matter in velt in world. Shouldn't be like an addition to the world. Then it would be that the mitzvahs would only accomplish as in that there should be come to, an, uh, to come a godly light into the world also. But the world itself remains as it was before as it was created. The world remains. So we don't want that to happen that only that should take place. No, but we want as I'm sure during the mitzvah. But when we want to make the shocha is an oifun, as he machti be the gashmis oylam hazed. We wanted to change the physicality, the perspective. The oylam hazed will become a receptacle to be able to see it. The baser will see it. On the faris, the gilu di meisa mashiach, and that's why the revelation of the days of mashiach tolu be maasenu vavadisenu kozman meshach hagolus that hinges. And our work and our service for the duration of Golos. The Davke, the duration of Golos, has that ability to change around, not just to bring us the Gila Vayner Sof from above, but to change around that the nature of the world should see it. To change of the Gashmah of Mazer. 
on the Faris, the Gilah, Mesa Mashiach. This is why the revelation of days of Mashiach, Tolu Bamasenu Babedesenu, calls man Meshach Hagolus, that it hinges for the entire time duration of Golus, Balder Inyan Vasizdo in Mitzvah. Because this aspect that there is a mitzvah to Ibrahim Oilam Gufa, that we are going to change the world itself, is as Beiker Durch Mitzvah was his Mekayim Bizman Golos. It's mainly through the mitzvahs that we observe in the time of Golos. This is why the Alter Rebbe says Meshach Zman because it's not just the mitzvahs to give us that Gilui, but to give us that Gilui. Also, from the perspective that the nature of the world should become the keli and should the So, how is it take that uh, the mitzvahs that we do meshach zmanagolus change around the um, the world itself? That the world itself should become the vehicle through the mitzvah doing the golus, and that the Rebbe is going to explain in Oisches. <clears throat> that uh, how the mitzvahs in general have that power, especially Meshach Managolos. Ches. Their time was Maisa mitzvahs bechlolos. The reason why mitzvahs actually in general to an oifazam shocha that they accomplished so to extend this vos macht iber dem hus from welt that it changes the what the world is, which means generally. Mitzvahs, not only that we do Bismanagolos, then I'll explain soon why Bismanagolos. Why could the world mitzvahs change it around? Because the Tachlis Abriv from Welt is Bishvil Atoiru Bishvil Yisrael. The ultimate purpose and goal of the world is for the Torah, for the Eden. So the Eden should do Torah, that the mitzvahs, as Eden, through Torah mitzvah, that Eden through the Torah mitzvahs. So on Oifton Gila Lukus in Veld, they should accomplish the revelation of godliness in the world. Kumtois, so it turns out. As the Gilu Elikus was Vertnimshach in Veld Durch Yisrael in Torah, that the revelation of godliness that is extends in the world to Yidn and Torah, since this is the ultimate goal, so when this happens, is that's not something which comes, it's an additive. It's added to its existence in the world. Because that was the intent to begin with. Since this, that revelation of godliness that comes through Yidna and Torah, is the Kabon on Tachas from the Veld Gufa. That is the ultimate goal from the world itself. So that means, as the Elon Gufa the world itself in its inner month, it demands that it should accomplish its goal. So therefore, in itself, the Gil is as. In them, that that revelation of godliness in it through Torah mitzvahs of Yid. So that seems to tell us just Torah mitzvahs, but the Rebbe says no. We need Torah mitzvahs in 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 God because this is not sufficient. Since the definition of world is black, as I said before. As mitzad habriya, that from the briyak perspective is irmetzemetzias. Its essence of irmetzias aza. It's such a mitzias. Was is nit nirgish the tachlis that the ultimate goal is not felt in it. We're saying that this is the goal, yes, but it 
of itself it's not felt that. Bozdarf in Irduchi Firven, that needs to be accomplished. Not Adrab. But on the contrary, Mitzad Briyosa is in Yonah. That as it was created, what is the world? Helen, its obscurity, blockage, not seeing God in his Kumdachois. So then it turns out, as Benegay to the Metzius in Infernal Gufa, that as it relates to the existence and what is the matter aspect of the world itself is the then when you bring down God and through mitzvahs as an additional matter and this question is answered with that we say that when we're saying that the revelation of the future is accomplished through our work and our service is as be'iker, mainly kozman meshech ha'golos, is the duration of golos kidl kamon. That explains to us how the world's perspective in itself changes around. In Ois test, the Rebbe will explain how that special power of Mesiris Nefesh that we have in golos, uh, even though it seems like in Golos you're on a lower level, but Davke that level brings out the Yisra Na'irim in Acheshech. Let's look inside. Tess. says, Mavur in Chesidus become a Mekoymes. It's explained in many areas in Chesidus. Abizman HaGolus is Meir der Koyach HaMesidus Nefesh, Meir Vibizman HaBayis. That in the time of Golus, the power for self-sacrifice shines more than the time that would be Samigdash. Because it is specifically this obscurity and blockage from Zman HaGolus of the time of Golus Rufta raised the Megillui from Koyach HaMesiris Nefesh that calls out, brings out the revelation of the power of Mesiris Nefesh. Vikumtas, how does it happen as Helem Zola Reis Rufun Gilui from Mesiris Nefesh? How is it that this obscurity, that is what brings out revelation of Mesiris Nefesh? Seems like uh, these are two opposites. Helen, the Golus, the time of Golus, and that's uh, totally the opposite than the revelation. Ungilui, Helen, Ungilus, and the Chavchim. Obscurity and revelations are opposite. Golus is obscurity. Uh, revelation, Mesidus Nefesh, that comes is, that's revelation. So how does Helen bring Gilui? Unchoch, notwithstanding, okay, the nature is so, we have a proof for that, but still, what's the explanation? seems Although this seems to be like a natural phenomenon. As we give a physical example for this, as in Ekev Sheberegel, that in the heel of the foot is the dominance of the wishes, the will of the soul is more mere, is more than it's in the head. Which means that although the regal is the lowest of the levels, it's obscure, and yet you feel the complete wishes goes over there, the more revelation. But so that tells us that this is the physically, that this is the case. But this itself needs to be understood. Why did the Hashem place such a nature in the creation? Is that's boring them. 
The explanation of this is In order for the intent of creation should be accomplished, which is to have a dwelling place for him blessed in this lower in this world. As the Welt that the world itself should become a dwelling place, for Hashem, also from its nature, nature of world. So Hashem created the world in such a way, as in that in it, in the world, it should be mirrored its purpose and goal, what Hashem wants from the world. And since the intent, why was the world created in a way of obscurity and blockage? Is is in order as the is in order for it to come out a greater level of revelation. So the helam and hester is so that we can overcome them. Should be in the far. Is the welt eingestellt geworden? Because that's why the world was set up in such a way as Davket that Helem, that it's specifically this blockage of La Reisrufon, on Zaina Kelitzum Hechroner, that should bring out, call out, and that should become the vessel for the higher light. The world was created that the blockage should be there in order that you can put away the block and the world itself should be a. Uh, a vehicle, a vessel for the higher. Since the world itself, as it is before, it's been uh, elevated, but it's still in the It's a world in a way of blockage. Before the intention of the world has been revealed. Spiegelt sich up as the kavona von helem. So there it mirrors that the intent of this helem, ha'elam gufa, the blockage of the world itself, is bichdei, is in order, is on nimshach vernen im. So in order that it should be drawn down in it, in the world, at an additional and advantage of light, so within the helem it's already, because that's the goal of it. The river is the regilah lekuz ba'elam, and therefore, the revelation of God is in the world through mitzvahs. That's why it's connected with the existence of the world itself. So, the world itself is not just Helem. The world itself is a Helem which is meant to bring about the Gilui that will be through the revelation. And this is the Explanation from this that we say, as the Gilu de Osi, that the revelation of the future is totally they say no. So we say it's in our actions and work and work calls man So we're talking about while we're in Golos. But because of that self-sacrifice, which is in the time of Golos, in them gufa So then while we have Mesiris Nefesh and Golu, so then that reveals within the Helem from the world itself, uh, it, we bring out and we reveal that its intent, that the intent of this Helem is the uh, revelation of godliness that comes from through Torah Mitzvah. And this is the Sibe 
And this is the reason the Korb was Dam Shochas Alakus Shel Yidei HaMitzvah Zman HaGolus that the bringing down godliness through mitzvahs in the time of Golus is Poyil B'Yeser Se'es it impacts with more force Uni Zichmer Mislavish in the Metzias and it dresses up more in the physicality of this world itself. This is uh, until it comes out openly in the Osilovis. But it's uh, the uh, revelation takes place specifically in the time of Golos to get the Gashmis Elam Hazad to mirror that purpose that Elam Hazad itself uh, changes. Around is a vehicle for that revelation. It's not really Helen, but it's really a Gilui. In the future, that will be openly. That the glory of Hashem will be visible and all flesh will see. So this is going to be the characteristics of the nature of the flesh itself. So that's why we have this intent of Hashem with the creation of the world that not Helem, but the Gilu HaHelem, and specifically that is mirrored by the Mesiris Nefesh and the uh, greater light that we get during the Avedah of Torah Mitzvah Bizman HaGolos. And now in Oisiyut, the Rebbe is going to bring this back to the end of the Parsha, to the uh, laws of um, of Zeisachaya, uh, which you can eat, you cannot eat. Based on all the above, the Rebbe Nesut is going to bring it, uh, turn it around back into the, uh, what he started off to saying, that the Parshas Sav, the end of it, that is the level to bring down the light of Ishtalshlus to the extent as possible into the world. And the Shemini is to uh, be able to bring down the light of higher than Ishtalshlus, so it should get felt in the world itself. And this is also represented by the fact that within the animal domain there is the kosher and not kosher, and you distinguish between them. Let's see what the Rebbe says. Yud, api kolanal, based on all the bavet menfarshtein of chiluk, we'll understand the difference between their shaykhs from Parshish Minitsusima said from Parshish Tzavshil Fonel. The connection of the portion of Shmini as it relates to the end of the Parsha, the end of the Parsha of Tzav that precedes Shmini, and their shaykhs from Parshish Zaysachai, and the connection from this is the end to their Parshish Mini Gufa, that is part of the Shmini. In the Zayin during the seven days of inauguration, which is discussed at the end of Parshat Sab, so Aaron and his sons have accomplished everything that you can accomplish through your work below. Also, to draw down the godliness that is brought down through our work below that we can draw down. Which is included in the level of Zion. That's the level of the light of Hashem that is relates to the world that we can bring down through our Zuzul Tato. 
This was only all as an introduction, as a preparation, an introduction to to get the real glory of Hashem to the to the way the Shechina rests in the Mishkan on the eighth day of inauguration. This is like a totally different parsha. This is a totally different. This is Shmini. That this should be in a way of eight of taste. As bechinas halakus, this is a level in godliness. Was is moved legamri from the bria, which is totally distinct and separate from the creation. So verum farbundun, and this should also tie itself in oich midinyan habria should misprezai. This should also connect with worldly matters with the number seven, as the Rebbe said that eight is follow seven. So we should have the eight, the higher level to connect with the seven after the introduction of the tzav, which was only the seven. Now we're eight. So what's it about the parshas of Yisrael Chayu? In the parsha of Yisrael Chayu, was Retzach Chayu Subhemus Tmeis V'Chulu. Over there he discusses about the undomesticated, domesticated, unclean animals. Umbegni Yisrachelos V'Tumos about the prohibition against eating them and their impurity. Thus is that is connects and that becomes part of the Shmini itself. Why? Because the Zichuch von Eulam Loshen Helem, the refinement of the world, which is Helem, which is blocked, blockage, was Durch them. When you refine it through this, that brings out in completely that the creation is because of godliness, a revelation of godliness. When you refine it, that's when you bring out its kavonah. Uh, you're bringing a light which is totally distinct and separate from the Bria. That refinement is accomplished through this the fact that there is a entity and there is space, room for there being a greater blockage which is that there is impure and yet, there is the distinction to separate between the impure and the pure, and between the animal that can be eaten and cannot be eaten, which is in the end of the parsha. Similar to Maimar Azal, the saying our sages, they say, a person should not say, oh, I don't like, I can't tolerate uh, swine meat. Elo Fshi. But you should say, I could. What could I do? Hashem says no. Don't say you don't like it, but say that you like it, but Hashem says no. So that's the way to bring Hashem into the world and saying, no, we're distinctive, we're not using this. Was through them, through this, that also refines in that obscurity, which gives room for chayis and animals that are impure. That it says, this is the animal. The mitzvahs were not given to the Yidin, but to 
refine them to um, the breed. But siruv domain zichoch. In this case, siruv means to refine them. That's what the mitzvahs do. So here, that mitzvah, even in the lowest of places of world, in the blockage where there is kibbutz at maize, where there is animals to maize, and there we make a distinction. And through this, that in this obscurity, in this hiddenness, there is a reflection, there mirrors the Hashem's intent and goal, that this revelation of godliness, the essence of the wishes of a Yid. My father decreed me, that is revealed through this lahavdil bein hatomi venatoir. No, it's Hashem in the obscurity is revelation of Hashem. This accomplishes that Shmini should be revealed. As that that revelation of Godliness, which is totally higher than the world. In Shiva, that reveals itself in seven as Vert Shmini becomes eight. The eighth becomes in Shmini, Nizgalev in Isachat, in the Briya Gufa, that is revealed and united in the Briya itself, Kinal Barucha, as earlier stated at length. Only them is Farshtandik. So based on this, it's understood. Was the Medrash Zogt, as the highest Meis is thus, the Medrash says, what are these defiled animals? It says, mm-hmm. so those wild animals referencing, referencing the governments in their, uh, in their dealings. As he explains there in detail, the darkness of each of the exiles, how the governments are persecuting the Jews, was their to because then the accomplishment and when we reveal to distinguish is that that is accomplished through the Golos. So therefore this is the Golos in the Isukayim which brings about later on that we talk about the Mesir Nefesh they have in Golos. That will come out openly that the extent that is accomplished through our void and now, Kinder Shul that's represented in the harp of eight strands. Over his Messiah in Medrash, as the Medrash concludes there, Besachazir Zuedim, the government, when it says the Tomedike, the Chazir, the swine, the pig, he says that's Edom, Chulavaloma Nikma Shmo Chazir. So why is it called a Chazir? Shemachazeres Atora Lebaleho, because it brings back the crown to its master. The Chazir will bring back the crown for the Yidden. Their crown. That they will go up, uh, saved to the Mount of Tzion, to judge the mountain of Esav, the Chazir. That means that through the Aveda from Golos, they're going to be refined and reach to the level of the Geula in which the Shmini will be open in the world, the Bosor, Koro, Kobosor, Yachdov. This is Mesichas, Shabbos Parshas, Shmini, Tovshin, Lamad, Aleph, Tovshin, Lamad, Vov, and Shabbos Parshas, Achrei, and also Maimer of Achrei, Shal Pesach, Tovshin, Chof, Hei.